I'm Vadio Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Brownsville Mayor Trey Mendez garnered statewide attention recently. An op-ed that Mayor Mendez co-authored was published in the Rio Grande Guardian and also in the Houston Chronicle. The op-ed urges the targeting of resources into the space industry or risk losing to out-of-state competitors. That's part of the reason that we that we did this op-ed, and, and you saw it has, we had uh, Texas 2036, the executive director of Texas 2036, which is huge. Um, then we had Captain uh, Tim Coper, who's an astronaut from Texas, and now working at MDA, which is a Canadian company that does robotic arms. Uh, and we also had um, uh, Maynard Holt, who's a finance guy uh, in the oil and gas industry. but. That's, like I said, that's part of the reason we did this because we want our legislators, we want the rest of the state to wake up and not be, you know, we have Texas swagger, but we also have to realize sometimes that even though we're the largest state uh, in the U.S., continental U.S., uh, that we have competition. And if we don't wake up and we don't start allocating resources at the state level, we're going to lose out. So um, since this has been published, we, we've been having this conversation for a couple months. And like I said, we're really trying to forge these allegiances, these allegiances uh, with Houston and, and with McGregor and with some other parts of the state. Um, but we are getting the attention we wanted from the legislature, um, the Aerospace Caucus. I'm very close to the chair. On November the 8th, Brownsville Mayor Trey Mendez the executive director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Mary Helen Ramirez, and investor Jay Brandt Arsenault held a press conference about new developments in the Brownsville space industry. Here are some highlights from a very informative question and answer session after the Space Technology Conference. Steve Taylor asked uh, investor Brant Arsenal about investments in space technology in Brownsville. You mentioned that you can't build rockets as well as Richard, Jeff, or Elon, okay? So, but you are betting on being close to Elon in terms of your bet is this is going to, you, you said today, this is going to be the Silicon Valley of space. Why will it be here rather than where Richard's building rockets or, or uh, Jeff's building rockets? Well, I, I think um, two parts to, to that uh, uh, is vertical launch and, and the, the, the authority, the, the, the launch authority that we have from Brownsville is still very attractive. Um, uh, and Elon, you know, it, it's kind of like a mall where you have your anchor tenant of Sears or Kmart, if they still exist. Um, and Elon's kind of that person, and he, he's changed a lot. Um, a lot in thinking, so I think it's important that he's here, but it can't just be him, um, you know. And I think there's going to be a lot of companies that come here for that launch. And I, I mentioned I was in UAE last uh, last week, and I spoke to the head of the UAE Space Agency, and they have a different plan, just like Canada. Canada, Canada's plan is not to kind of launch rockets; it's to support build robotic arms, which we're kind of known for, and to sp support the the more um, uh, exploration launch capabilities of the United States. Um, so I do think Brownsville will have that launch um, uh, uh, advantage for, for quite a while. Uh, ver uh, horizontal launch is going to be important, but I think it's years away. 
Um, so I do, and what I say, are, is uh, Brownsville the Silicon Valley a space? It's not, but I feel it's going to be. I, I have that visceral feeling, and I'm starting to get data points behind that visceral feeling that it's going to happen. And I'm going to keep, I mean, we're going to build this office, we're going to keep coming back and wait for it, and not wait for it to happen, but help it happen. The director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, Mary Helen Ramirez, offered some detail about Arsenal's investment approach. One of the ways he's going to make it happen is within this three-year period, he's going to facilitate $10 million of venture capital invested here in Brownsville for Brownsville Street Company. And I think that's very important um, because you're, you're first, we're also here creating it, and then from that, we believe they'll continue evolving. Rio Grande Guardian news partner Ron Whitlock reports asked Arsenal about the focus of the investments. You're going to be doing local financing for startup companies because of the space emphasis as Brownsville goes forward economic development wise. Are these people going to be like the plumbers and the electricians you were doing, you were associating with in the hotel when you first came? Or does everything have to go back to the gravity and go back to those things that you mentioned during your, during your speech? Uh, our main focus is to help space companies, but we do have a mandate to help um, adjacent industries like solar power, uh, like nuclear power. Um, we're going to stay within deep tech. That's our expertise. Um, I don't have expertise in kind of evaluating other infrastructure like hotels or conference centers. So yeah, it'll be a space technology and, and adjacent technology. Mayor Trey Mendes offered a more detailed clarification about the space technology investments. Let me, let me add something here. Um, what Brant's doing is something that really a lot of people are missing. And he's, believe it or not, even despite the showmanship, Brant's actually pretty humble in some of the things he's accomplished. There's, there's three companies on the platform that have already been funded you may want to talk a little bit about those, Brad, but um, there's nobody that's really doing venture capital when it comes to space. And this is an, a huge opportunity based on the economics of the space industry and especially new space. What's happening and where it's going is huge. And nobody's actually really funding or doing these startups um, and startup capital funding like Brent is. And there's, there's success stories already. But um, when you, when you kind of see where this economy is going, uh, we've started to kind of behind the scenes also uh, forge some partnerships with other cities in the state of Texas. And The Guardian was kind enough to publish an op-ed that, that I helped contribute to a couple days ago talking about space and where Texas really stands in this space race 2.0, right? And it's important to position ourselves to be the leader and continue to be the leader. Uh, we do have 70 years of, of legacy when it comes to space travel, but uh, when you think about it, we've kind of been dormant in a way during this whole entire time. And Florida is, is a huge uh, competitor. Uh, they're known as the Space Coast. They have launch. They have all sorts of companies out there. They have capital. Um, Colorado is emerging uh, with Space Force and other things. Uh, California has always been a player. Our, um, Alabama is a huge player now as well. And in order for us to remain competitive as a state, we need to really start looking at our assets and what it is we can offer to companies that are looking to locate. Uh, so we have, we have to look at various things. One of them is workforce. Um, and thanks to the college, the university, and, and our partners and our, our neighbors to the south in Matamoros, we have a, an advantage when it comes to workforce. 
um, we're obviously well positioned globally for launch, which is huge. Um, and if you create that atmosphere, a business friendly environment, and you provide incentives like we're doing, we're going to be able to attract that. But that's not enough. Uh, you also need what I spoke to earlier, which is uh, the main component here, which is finance and capital. And that's why I think this is such a huge endeavor and so, so big for us here in Brownsville. But also it has ramifications across the state in our competition against other states. And with the, some of the things Brad's doing and some of the companies he's funding, it's a global presence and a global impact. And I think um, the mayor brings up a very good point that maybe I don't describe well enough, is um, we're trying to create an ecosystem of financial products. We have a venture fund, but I don't want to be a venture capitalist. Meaning, if you're only a venture capitalist, you only see the world one way. You only see, hey, I need a 10 or 20x company, and that's all I'm ever going to invest in. How about the 3 or 4x company? The company that does vibration testing, radiation testing, and thermal testing, that is never going to be a 10 or 20x company, it's going to be a 3 or 4x company, it still needs capital. So what we, and, and, and no disrespect to all my VC partners, which fill a very important capital role, what we wanted to do is create a company that puts the relationship with the founder and the executive first. We want to have a, a relationship with that person, he or she, throughout their whole life cycle. And at the, when they're at an early stage, we have a financial product that they could use, and it's kind of pre-VC. It's uh, space ventures you raise from the public, you can raise up to five million a year. And what we want to do is get them into a position that then if they're a 10 or a 20X company, they can raise from VCs. Now, we're one of those VCs, but they might get term sheets from other VCs as well. And then after VC, you know, at some point you run out of equity to sell. There's no more equity to sell. So you need working capital, you need credit, you need either collateralized credit or uncollateralized. So we actually have a, um, uh, a bill on the floor of Congress right now asking for loan guarantees to help create credit products down the road for working capital. So we're looking at this, and, and, and you know, we, we, we want to help the space industry uh, in a collaborative way. So we know if we do financing well, you make money, right? It, it, you just make money. So we didn't focus on that, right? We wanted to create an ecosystem to help companies right to the end. So. And uh, I had a question for you, Mayor, about that op-ed. Uh, you, your headline, your title was, without a Lone Star Space Plan, Texas will lose its advantage. You've explained why. What's been the reaction of the state leadership? Do you believe they understand the importance of this, and are they going to respond in a, in a positive way? Thanks, Steve. Um, actually, that's part of the reason that we, that we did this op-ed, and, and you saw it has, we had uh, Texas 2036, the executive director of Texas 2036, which is huge. Um, then we had Captain uh, Tim Coper, who's an astronaut from Texas, and now working at MDA, which is a Canadian company that does robotic arms. Uh, and we also had um, uh, Maynard Holt, who's the finance guy uh, in the oil and gas industry. But that's, like I said, that's part of the reason we did this, because we want our legislators, we want the rest of the state to wake up and not be, you know, we have Texas swagger, but we also have to realize sometimes that even though we're the largest state, uh, in the U.S., you know, continental U.S., uh, that we have competition. And if we don't wake up and we don't start allocating resources at the state level, we're going to lose out. So um, since this has been published, we, we've been having this conversation for a couple months. And like I said, we're really trying to forge these allegiances, these allegiances uh, with Houston and, and with McGregor and with some other parts of the state. Um, but 
we are getting the attention we wanted from the legislature. Um, the Aerospace Caucus, I'm very close to the chair, uh, Dennis Paul, uh, the vice chair also, who's actually from McGregor, uh, Doc Anderson. And uh, we've been having these conversations and they understand the value and they're really doing their part at the legislature to, to get this conversation going. And over the last couple of days, I know we've, we've gotten the attention we wanted and, and hopefully uh, this creates the end goal, which is creating more resources and allocating uh, more capital to this industry. But right now, the way you would describe it is the, the state as a whole, the leadership in Texas has to wake up. They have to wake up, definitely, uh, because if we don't get serious about this industry, uh, we've been heavily reliant on oil and gas uh, for the state economy, and, and obviously the state's done a good job attracting businesses, but this is something that we're already well positioned for, that we've been leaders in historically, but other states want a piece of this pie, and we're losing out, so uh, yes, we definitely need to wake up. If I to the, to the mayor's point in terms of, you know, this is the only place you can launch in Texas. And that's very important. So recognizing that and having the rest of the state, I think, recognize that and support that is very important. Also, you know, uh, I know that in Los Angeles and South Bay, you know, many of our aerospace, Northrop Grumman, Boeing, they were very secretive in many of their, you know, the community didn't really know what was going on behind those hangars. And I think what's unique about Starbase South on site, um, being here and also they've located 100,000 square feet here and around our Browser Airport, and they'll be uh, occupying it this month, is that you can see what's happening. You know, we, we have thousands of kids from Brownsville go and visit and, and, and TSC students and UTRG students go and see what's going on. It's nothing behind a closed door. Mission Control is no longer in Houston. It is in Hawthorne, California because of a commercial space or private company is, is leading the charge. So I think this is our time. You know, we can stay asleep or we can wake up and really ride the wave. Brownsville will be at Spacecom in Florida, will be represented there. And um, we will have Brant and a lot of support to the companies that are here now and the companies that are looking to, to locate to Brownsville. So we're, we're there, we're ready. And, and let me follow up, Steve, on in this approach, it's multifaceted, right? It, it requires so many things, workforce, obviously, capital, incentives, but one thing that's lost in this is also support and infrastructure. And, and an example of that is, is if you drive out to SpaceX today, um, SpaceX is spending almost a million dollars of their own money to, to rebuild the, the Highway 4 out there because the state's moving too slow and they haven't had that state support to get it done. So they, they can't afford to wait for the state to move. But if the state um, had a little bit more strategic effort here, that's something that would probably get done a lot faster. Uh, but because it hasn't, they're taking it upon themselves to do that. I briefly just want to add an international, more global macro view of this wake up. So the whole world's waking up. If you look at these, these sovereign wealth funds of the world, the largest source of capital, really were created by oil and gas out of Saudi Arabia, UAE, Qatar, Oman, the Central Asia countries of Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, even Norway, Sweden, Finland, those large, large sources of capital were oil and gas. 
So most of those countries have publicly declared that they're rotating their industries out of oil and gas, like literally. Um, and also the a asset allocation of their sovereign wealth funds are not investing in oil and gas anymore. So those countries are waking up. I spent a lot of time in UA talking about what are they rotating into. They're, it, it, a year ago, it wasn't space, it was, or two years ago, it was ag tech, clean tech, fintech, all these new industries that are reimagining the way that they do things. We still need food, water, friendship, and power, but we're going to do it in a different way. Uh, and when I brought space, I said space actually helps all these things, and they woke right up. They said, absolutely, we have to do it. So it's not just America waking up, it's really the whole world. GBIC director Mary Helen Ramirez offered closing remarks. If you're a company, this is the pitch out there here in Brownsville that are, is interested in the hatchery, has great ideas, and maybe you're the business or the technology component. I mean, this is the company for you. This is why we're here and we're creating you here. So I know there are companies out there, they reach out many times every week. Um, and you know, reach out to the city of Brownsville, reach, reach out to the Greater Brownsville Center Corporation. Um, 9.8 is going, is working on their office space um, in the upcoming months, so we're very excited here. We also, I just also want to recognize Commissioner De Los Santos is here also um, in support of, of this company. Stay informed about important developments in the Rio Grande Valley space technology industry with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.